Oh my god! This is not a drill. I repeat, this is not a drill. You have Kenny, you have Carlyle, you have Bamba. There is a three-headed goat on the loose, and they are about to come to you. You got sports, you got anime, you got media, you got entertainment. The same convo, baby. Okay, now it's time to conversate. Same convo on your airwaves. Bamba came to entertain and Kenny talking anime. Carla coming with the sports, they changing lives in major ways. You and tweaking out if TAC ain't on your playlist. If you come and listen, then you listen to the best. They not worried about the others, cause they better than the rest. Kenny Carla bomb, but they put the others to the test. New episode flow, now tap in to see what is next. Welcome back. This is the same convo with your same host, Kenny Carlisle and Bomba. And this is this podcast where we talk everything, sports, anime, and media, and entertainment. This is the sports segment. So let's see, what am I, what am, how am I going to start this? Which way do I want to go? Let's talk, let's just talk about basketball first, and we'll get into all the football hullabaloo right after this is the podcast where we talk everything sports anime and media entertainment and this is the sports segment before we get into all the, the football hullabaloo let's, let's start in that, that, that national basketball association uh last week we talked about two particular players and i feel like it's only appropriate that we we talk about them briefly again the two players I'm referring to are Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid. Last last week we said Nikola Jokic is the best center in the league because of the multitude of things that he provides to his team. And I believe in the past for this season we said we believe he's going to win MVP again this season. Does Joel 70-point game change any of that? No. Nothing? 70? No. 70? No, that doesn't change anything. I also like to say that Al said that Jokic might not be the number one for the MVP, but yeah, it doesn't change much. Carl Jokic. Anthony, Carl Anthony Towns had 62 that same night. Is he a top three center now? That, that, that's not 70. Half. You said what? 62, 62 ain't 70. Are you on but discredit because he was eight point point short? What? I'm trying. Okay. I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying. Yes. To, I'm trying yes. to use your question against you. Okay, yes, let's let's talk about it. If you score 22 points, but somebody else scored 30, they had a 30 ball. If you score 42, but somebody dropped 58 points, uh, is a is a difference. So 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 that wasn't that wasn't my question. My question was: Carol Anthony Towns scored 62. Are we going to call him a top three center in the league now, just because he has 62? I'm saying, I'm, basically, I'm gonna say I'm trying to answer your question with that question. No, nothing changes for Joel Embiid because he scored 70. Just because, yes, he scored 70, that's a great accomplishment. And fun fact, I don't know if y'all knew this, he is the only big man that's done 70, 15, and 5. He's the only big man that does, has done that. Will Chamberlain hasn't even do, done that. And so, I, even though he scored 70, Nikola Jokic is still up there for me because, again, Nikola Jokic has two MVPs, and he has a championship, and he has a finals MVP. 
Joel Embiid need to add some hardware. He need to add some more more hardware. He has an MVP. He hasn't come. He hasn't been in in the finals yet. Um. So we we I feel like this is the year. I feel like he's he's playing better than he played last year as far as his MVP season. He's gone since December. Some I think since early December he's he's uh hadn't had a a game under thirty points. Like he he's he's on a crazy run. You but, think you think he get the scoring title? Yeah, he definitely get the scoring title. But to to be the best, you gotta beat the best. And you know he he just needs he need more hardware. He need to actually get to a championship before we put him before we have that conversation again. Yeah, he ain't even seen the finals yet. He ain't even seen them bright lights yet. Mom, you just you just agree with everything Carlos said? No, nah, yeah, he rounded it up perfectly. That's not happening. It was a great game. It's, 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 it's one of those great events. It's like, wow, 70 points. But it's not too outrageous nowadays. Like, 70 points. Like, we've seen it last year, for example. Like, we that didn't matter much for Donovan Mitchell. Last year, last year or the year before. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. And it doesn't matter at all the fact that he did it against Wimby. Like, does that decrease? Does that diminish his 70-point game because he did somebody? That, that actually, yeah, kind of diminishes. I'm not going to lie. Because, yes, Wimby Yama's tall and Yama's talented and all of that. He's, he's but, also 120 pounds. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you're thinking in terms of matchup, uh, Embiid is the worst matchup for Yama. That's strength. Yeah. We talked about being a big man last, last, last podcast that we were talking about. The difference I see between Jokic and Embiid is that Embiid is a typical big man that we used to back in the days. Like, yeah, he was back, back to the basket. He might be the best. But Jokic got the extra, you know, the extra sauce. But for him, like, <laughs> that's the worst matchup for him in Yeah. That is a terrible matchup now. Yeah, I don't know All what right. Greg Popovich was thinking. <laughs> I mean, that's who he got. You got to play, you got to play the cards you got. You, you got you to gotta, you gotta put some defensive schemes in there, dog. You gotta, you gotta load. Basically, they, bro. you, you gotta you win that first couple years, and especially the championship year, uh, when Giannis was going crazy, was one thing they did. They loaded up the box, and that yeah. was crazy that's effective. That, that's uh, fine, Carlo. They Joe, triple teamed him in the box. They mm-hmm. they had three not, guys not ever, in the not box. Not every time. Not every time. Once once I he feel like put. Mm-hmm, go ahead. No, I was gonna say once he had thirty and nineteen minutes. Yeah, no, you gotta <laughs> like. <laughs> what you gotta you gotta do something, bro. which is insane. I'm thinking like what they should have done probably like put Wemby on help side because he still got the height. He can like bother you up whenever you're going up and put somebody else, put somebody that's short but stronger on Embiid. Yeah, I mean you also got to think strategy right. Like Embiid wasn't just scoring the paint. That man, that man's jumper was hidden. That man was shooting that thing. And then you also got to think about the health of Wimbyama. Do you really want him guarding somebody that much bigger and physical than him, or even helping on that? If he get Embiid will snap his bones. But if he can't snap your bone when you're helping, what is what is he gonna do to you? That, like, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Think about something happens and Embiid falls on top of Wimbyama. It's over. No, but that's it's more dangerous when he's present there because yes, he's backing you up and your body's you know against his body the whole game because. And Bate is defending you. So you feel me? Like, you, if you're defending hey. him too, like, hey, you get more chances for him to fall on you or to hurt you. And he's hey. strong in general. Yeah. All right. I only want to, want to talk about that briefly. Let's let's get to that, that football. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about the biggest new in the NBA right now. This yeah. is the biggest. 
Yeah, you folded. The biggest, you you folded the biggest right move in the NBA? Yeah. Biggest news. Yes, sir. I was talking about, I didn't really care about that too much. What's that? I, I was going to talk about the NFL. And well, college football, first I had to check in on Carlisle, see how he's feeling. True, 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 true. How, how you feeling, Carlisle? I'm happy for Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh did exactly what he did. He's been the coach there for the past 10, 11 years. Uh, brought back Michigan to relevancy and then brought us a championship. I have nothing but, I have nothing but, you know, thankfulness and graciousness in my heart. Uh, but I'm not worried. I'm not worried because at the end of the day, Jim Harbaugh was suspended for six games this year. And that team was led by offensive coordinator Sharon Moore, who, uh, stood in as an interim coach whenever Jim Harbaugh was out as head coach. Sharon Moore beat the Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't. If I hope we replace Jim Harbaugh with Sharon Moore, and then um, yeah, I, I don't. I think our, my biggest worry is about the pieces that we're going to have to replace and how we're going to have to build the team up again because we got a lot of. Basically, all of our impact players are going declaring for the draft, and congratulations to them. They definitely deserve it. They, those are some big-time names. They're going to have some big-time careers in the NFL. But, yeah, that's my biggest worry. As far as coaching, I think we're I think we're solid with Sharon Moore. What that transfer uh, transfer portal about to look like? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think – if if we look at Michigan's if we look at Michigan's team versus everybody else's team, I feel like they have Michigan has built a they have a reputation of homegrown players. You feel me? Like in when the transfer portal started popping with NIL these past couple of years, uh, Michigan has on been on the bottom tier as far as teams that you know uh, with players transferring in and out. Like you still have Saban and. Ryan Day had a lot of people transferring in and out. Deion Sanders, 98% of his team when he got the head coaching job had people transferring in and out. So I don't think we're going to have too many kids hit that transfer portal. Like I said, uh, most likely what's going to happen is Sharon Moore is going to get that coaching job within a week. Um, and if we can retain – if we can retain our coaching staff, I don't see – I don't see a lot of our players hitting that portal. The most, the reason that players hit the portal for Michigan is when they are getting beat out of a job. You feel me? So, okay. Before I get to the main, the main course of this, the segment, we all talking about the Terry Rose deer and Kyle Lowry thing, or oh. talking about the Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. That's the biggest. That's the biggest story in the NBA right now. That's the biggest story in sports right now. That's fine. I don't really care about it too much. I, um, I also, we also got to talk, talk about, about it. If y'all want to talk about it briefly, we can talk about it briefly, but I didn't really care that much. I was about to say, we might be the only sports platform that might that doesn't talk about it if we if we don't. All right. We can talk about it. All right. I'm going to just say this right now. I don't care about this Kyle Larry, Terry Rozier trade. Kyle Larry's career is over on the, on the uh, Hornets. That I, If anything, they might just use him to develop uh, LaMelo. As a veteran, that's it. But his career is done there. Yeah, we ain't we ain't gotta talk about it. It is what it is. He gonna get a little bit better. Terry Rozier is having the best career, best uh year of his career. I think he's averaging like twenty three points and six assists, both for career high percentages. Like yeah, the Heat just came up on a good pick on a good piece. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think but let's, he, let's okay. Yeah, go ahead. We'll go second. I was say let's just talk about Doc Rivers because that that was a very to me that was a very meaningless trade. 
to me. Um, I think I think it has the world on fire right now just because of you know a lot of it because when you look at it on paper, the Bucks are thirty and thirteen, and they just fired their head coach. The last time that happened was with David. I'm talking Black. about the trade, not not the coaching. I'm talking about the, the, the trade between Terry and Kyle Lowry. That was that that was meh. No, no, I ain't got too. I ain't had too much more to say about that. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I was about to say right, that's so not what we wanted to talk about. No, no, no. What I said, I have said that trade to me was like very unimportant and very pointless. You said, well, I think why I got the world on fire and started talking about the coach situation. You got like yeah. switch topics. Yeah, I was I was instantly on the coach situation, but yeah, I ain't got too much more to say about Terry Rozier. He got a good piece. Move on from that. But bet, on, bet, the, bet, bet. on the Doc Rivers again. I think it has the world on fire because it's a coach. It's a team that was 30 and 13, fired their head coach. But a lot of people misunderstand that there's been rumblings and issues with the Milwaukee Bucks since Adrian Griffin became the head coach. Uh, he even got called out at one point. I think this was back in November, December by uh, Bobby Portis. You feel me? Just the way his coaching style is and things of that nature. Uh, yeah. But I know uh, a major lead is the fact that they – I mean, same with David Blatt in 2016. This is a new coach that they feel like didn't would would not be able to get the Bucks exactly where they are. Even though they're 30 and 13, they're like 27th in the league uh, in in defense. And Doc Rivers is known for his defense. And so I think bringing in Doc Rivers, there will be a lot. Of, um, I don't think it will be a big jump because they also traded away their best defensive player and Drew Holiday, who was the anchor on that defense. But uh I do is think he the best was he the best defensive player? Yes. Yes. You got Giannis best. on that team. Okay. See okay. the crazy thing is I praise Drew Holiday all the time. And y'all be getting on me about that. We get no, on you no, about no, who? No, that part there ain't nobody ever okay not not, not you Bomba Carlil and all the guys in our chat getting on me about what I be saying about Drew Holiday. Cap. I've never, I've never came at you once. You can't find proof. You can't. You I find can't proof. Wait. You find I'm proof. Find I, it. I, I, I'm I, find I, it. I cash up you fifteen dollars tonight if you find proof. I'm gonna find it. Sorry. Right. Can I get fifteen too? <laughs> no, Bamba. No. Uh, but let, I don't want to go wait, to. Wait. Can we take on it? Can we? Sh- no crosses count. I, I, pro- I promise you, no crosses. That, that, that. And look, I put. I don't want to put my toes in the camera because they a little ashy right now, but. I'm not crossing my toes either. I promise you I ain't never said nothing negative about Drew Holiday when you brought him up. Uh, but, yes, the, the best defensive player the Bucks had. Uh, so you can attribute it, attribute it to that, why they're 27th in defensive rating right now. But, again, um, it, it's just uh, – it's it's weird. It's a weird situation. Wait, wait, wait. Drew Holiday for what? Where is Drew Holiday at? He's Boston Celtics. He's, no, he's in the Celtics. Yeah, why are we talking about him? I'm saying that's the reason. That's one of the reasons why they're not a good defensive team anymore. Because uh, last okay. year they were the fourth in defense. This year they're 27th in defense. They traded away, arguably, they traded away their best defensive player and then arguably the best defensive point guard in the league. So, who did um, they get for that trade? What you get for that trade? It was it was the all team trade with Dame Lillard because they first sent oh, yeah. they first sent Drew to the Trailblazers and then Drew got sent to the Celtics. 
I forgot about that. They traded uh, defense for offense. But at the end of the day, it was just weird that it happened midseason. Uh, it's not like it, it doesn't happen, but it's very – it's on a rare occasions. Um, but, you know, I mean, I really don't I don't, understand. I don't think he was a – I don't think their, them, their record or their efficiency was the issue. From what I've seen, he just wasn't a good team manager as a coach. Uh, he had his players are pretty much checking – well, when it came to Giannis – I seen a clip. He subbed Giannis out. Giannis went like, "What the hell are you doing?" Subbed him right back in. And as a coach, you have to be able to draw that line with that. Draw that line. Like I'm running this team. I'm managing this team. This is clearly the players aren't buying into his 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 leadership. You know what I mean? So can we also think that like maybe a coach, whenever you're coming into the team, you also like if you're a rookie coach, for example, you also kind of had to earn that. To where you can just be like, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you when you look at organization like the Bucks or everything that they've done to make sure to maintain Giannis, of course he got the last say of things. So if you're not a heavy coach, he had their coach for a while, and at some point it was just not working. Was it not working because they weren't able to win? I don't think that was the issue back then. Mm-hmm. It was just that maybe there was a certain agreement that didn't exist anymore. And then for this coach, like Carlos said. There was a bipolar incident to where one of them tried to check each, uh, the other. And there was also an incident where he tried to call Damon Lillard and Giannis in, tra- in practice to kind of try to check him or something. So people been feeling like maybe it's like more of a locker room issue. That's what I was going to say, Bob. But like, uh, that's something like you said, buying in is something you have to earn. But like, that's what summer camp is for. That's what practice is for. That's what team meetings are for. And like we've been talking about, this is midseason, so they've had plenty of games and plenty of time for players should have just bought have bought in by now if he was a good coach. Yeah, Me, no, I'm, what I'm and, I, and I definitely agree. That was that was definitely part of it. That's why I brought up the Bobby Portis situation. Yeah, because when I was saying buying in, though, I feel like it's not necessarily like a certain time, but maybe the team. Like like I said, he's a rookie coach. This is his first or maybe second year. I can't remember exactly, but that you're with the team. So I feel like maybe like once you're able to win with a certain team and then maybe a certain contract hit, then you can able to kind of put your foot down. But maybe if like mm-hmm. the contract doesn't really reflect that importance, like you're just a rookie coach, why are you talking to me that way? Or why are you pulling me out of the game? You know, like this is my team type shit. Yeah. Well, he's gone now. I think do y'all think Doc Rivers makes an impact on that yeah. team? It's been sixteen years. Since that man won a championship, fuck no. <laughs> like, I, and and I just I don't understand. I feel like I really the don't. impact. I feel like the impact with Doc Rivers. You're going to go from 27th in the league defense to maybe top 10. I feel like that's the impact that he has. But Doc Rivers, previous to this, he had a great Philadelphia 76ers team. Previous to that, he had a great Clippers team. He's had <laughs> great teams before, and he has not won a championship since 2008. And my math would have been wrong. It's probably not 16 years, but but yeah, no. It's I, probably I, like it's, it's like 15. No, it's like See, it, no, I was right. 16. <laughs> I was right. Yeah, this is no. technically the 2023 season, I guess. Technically, so 15 ish. 
No, no. <laughs> to answer your question, no, it, it, it's not. <laughs> he, I don't. I don't. Right. I think. And if he that's does, why, I'm. A, I, I will apologize. And that's why I said I didn't really want to talk about this. I'm on the same boat as you. Like Doc Rivers is probably going to make it to the Hall of Fame, but as it pertains to Hall of Fame coaches, the the Pat Riley's, the the Phil Jacksons, and Popovich's, he's not in that tier of coaching. And which is crazier. This man was an advisor to Adrian Griffin this uh this earlier this season. He was uh they had him as an advisor to Adrian Griffin to help him, you know, as a head coach, and now he's the head coach. It's kind of crazy. crazy. Dirty, dirty Mackin yeah. on the side. But it's also crazy right. that they have to pay three coaches. They have three coaches on payroll this season, which is actually insane. Yeah. Facts. Sometimes you gotta bite the bullet and just deal with one of the coaches that you have. But this is why I didn't want to talk about. I was like, I feel like it's they didn't really do much to me. For me, to me, at least it wasn't that much. But let's let's get on to what I really want to talk about. All right. So if I can recall correctly from last week, right? Last week. Did we all predict the same thing? No, Carlil predict the Bills winning. I did. Carlil oh, yeah. predicted the Bills. And we would have had them too if it wasn't for that metal in my heart. I'm just. <laughs> oh, we. I, I think I'm the only one who got this 100% correct. Yeah, because I feel like. Nah, nah, because I said I did. I wouldn't be. I said I did want the Texans to win in my heart, but I said I think it's going to come up short when it comes to the Ravens. Yeah. I you, definitely you predict, definitely predicted the Bills. I predicted the Lions and. Yeah, the 49ers too. So yeah, I got a 70 uh yeah, 3 out of 4. 75%. Yeah, yeah both of y'all 75. Y'all got y'all C average ass. I ain't going I'm gonna stop cussing so much. Anyway, let's not focus on the predictions. Let's let's talk about the substance of our predictions. So, mm-hmm. we all this we all thought the 49ers was going to blow Green Bay out. Before wait, wait, before we even talk about that. Let's predict who's winning these next battles. That's gonna go into everything. So we got the Chiefs versus Ravens, and we got Lions versus 49ers. Lamar Jackson, I know you probably don't watch this. I know you probably haven't heard of us, but I need you. I need you. <laughs> the world needs you to knock these niggas out the playoffs. If I have to see one more fucking news story about Taylor Swift and how the, the swag surf is the Chiefs viral dance. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh, I'm a that's shoot racist. Somebody. That Man, was I'm racist. Shoot myself. Um, Lamar Jackson, you got to. Uh, I predict the Ravens to get to the Super Bowl. I need the Ravens to get to the Super Bowl. I don't want to hear about the Chiefs no more this season. No more. They need. Oh my, Travis Kelsey. If you're seeing this, she might be the greatest white woman of all time. But leave her, please. I want to see not, her. In she a is fucking not the stadium. greatest white woman of all. Adele is not dead. Adele is much alive. <laughs> Greater, she's a greater white woman than Taylor Swift. Yes, absolutely. Okay, well, we can save that for a future media entertainment <laughs> entertainment topic. We we'll, we'll do all know it's about flavor. <laughs> we got flavor seasoning. Yeah, exactly. Talking about that, Thank then, then exactly. Kesha's up there. Kesha, Ooh. she got she got cocaine sprinkled in there. You tripping? On the clock. He said Kesha. Whoa, anyway, whoa, whoa, whoa. this is the sports segment. Uh, so okay, Carlos going Ravens. Bomba, who you got? I think that what Carlos said earlier is more important that y'all realize it. Black History Month is on the way. We cannot let this lie. 
what I'm saying? This is personal. Not only do you need to beat them, but you need to emote it afterwards. Swag surf on them motherfuckers. So I'm going Ravens. Oh, I want every touchdown celebration to be a fucking swag surf. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, sorry, guys. I'm, I'm going Chiefs. Oh, we know. We know. Chiefs. We know you. You know I'm a Patty Mahomes fan, man. Going Chiefs. All right. Let's go so to that the means next you're match. rooting for Taylor Swift? That's I'm rooting. For, I'm rooting for Patty Mahomes. This man, That's he, it. he he is rooting for Patrick. He's rooting for Taylor. Taylor. He's rooting for Patrick's brother Jackson. He's rooting for everybody over on the Chiefs side. He's rooting for the White Water Rafting. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm rooting for Patty Mahomes. All right, let's move on. I'm also rooting for Isaiah Pacheco. But uh, that's neither this man. Here this okay. man just saw his backstory today, and now he's rooting for him. Shut up! No, 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 no. <laughs> I've been watching highlights. He run. He reminds me of a young Marshawn Lynch. The way he, the, the aggressive, the way he runs, the way he runs the ball reminds me of young Marshawn Lynch. Big Marshawn Lynch fan. Uh, anyway, now we got Lions and 49ers. That's gonna be a tough one. Who y'all got? I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you. The Lions are the underdogs in this one. The 49ers, and I said it beginning of the season, during the season, even uh, when they came up short against the Ravens. The 49ers are the most complete team that in the NFL this season, so it's going to be hard to beat them uh, with all the talent that they got on that side of the ball. This man, Brock Purdy, came out playing out of his mind. Christian McCaffrey, the Good Lord. Again, like I said last week, watch that white boy run. Um, You got Debo. <laughs> you got Kittle. Like, that whole squad over there is some dogs. But they haven't seen my boy Hutch. They ain't seen that boy Aiden Hutchinson on the defense. And right now, Aiden Hutchinson, we of course, you still got to give respect to niggas like TJ Watt and them. But Aiden Hutchinson might be the best defensive end in the, in the league this year. Um, standing at 6'6", 280 plus, like that man's a fucking dog, bro. So I, I think it's really it's for the Lions to win this is going to weigh heavily on their defense to stand true. I'm gonna go Lions. Uh, Lions by a touchdown. By a touchdown. Mom, who you got? Forty Niners. Always bet on them. They're gonna win it. No, they're not gonna win it. The Ravens are gonna win it. All right, so. Um, I'm I'm rooting for the Lions on this. And let me explain why. Let me explain my predictions. I got Chiefs and Lions. For one, I think Chiefs have performed the best this past week out of all the teams. Uh, They arguably played against the best team out of the other uh, three teams. Ravens beat the Texans, who have never – who haven't come this far in who knows how long. Um, Rookie quarterback – don't get me wrong, Lamar performed great, but they definitely had an easier time. They had an easier matchup than the Chiefs, who had to go against widely considered the best quarterback this season, Josh Allen. Mm. And that's also a great Bills team. This is probably one of the best Bills teams that they've had in a while. Also, let's talk about the 49ers. We all predicted a blowout against Green Bay. Them boys are struggling. Them boys are struggling to put away Jordan Love and Green Bay. 
Well, I honestly think that young crew over there been showing out this season. That's what I'm saying. The 49ers are have have the most talented team in the league. Like you said, the most complete team in the league, and they struggled. They struggled against Green Bay, a team that we thought wouldn't even be here. A team that a lot of people wouldn't put right here. And the best complete team was struggling. I think they would have struggled harder had Green Bay kept giving the ball to Aaron Jones. I don't know why they stopped running the ball. It was working. It was working. Aaron Jones was getting almost 10 yards of carry. It was probably probably looking at it like this can only take us so far. We need to get those long yards. And you feel me? Like I said, Jordan Love was answering until until you know to a point, and then it just it just fell flat. I just feel like the best way to beat the Chiefs is to keep their offense off that field. And how you do that? Running the ball. And then let's talk about the Lions. Uh, the Lions, I don't – they had a hard time getting – I will say that. The Lions-Buccaneers matchup was a little bit closer than the rest of them, uh, except for the Chiefs and Bills. Their matchup was a little bit close. However, I will say I feel like they played – the Buccaneers is another team that – Nobody predicted to go to the Super Bowl. So the Lions beat a team that nobody predicted to be nowhere near the Super Bowl anyway. The Chiefs are the only team here who played a team who had a potential run at the Super Bowl here. That's why I think the Chiefs have outperformed everybody here, followed by the Ravens. I feel like the Chiefs have outperformed everybody here and are probably going to win the Super Bowl. But we'll save those official predictions for next week. Okay. But how do y'all feel about the performances that we, we saw this past week in the league? I think the top performing team, in my opinion, has been I understand the competition, things like that, but this man Lamar has been playing on an absolute elite level. Um, and again, he's the only quarterback in the league that's able to do what he does. Nobody can uh nobody's a dual threat just like him because he and that's the that's the main reason why people won't put Lamar in the same debate that they're putting Patty Mahomes because they want to see once the once age comes, once the athleticism starts to go and he can't run like that anymore, how is he going to be in the throwing game? Lamar has been proven this year that he's a solid in the throwing game as he is in the running game. So I think the Ravens have been the best performing team who I think is going to win the Super Bowl. I think the Ravens have the best chance out of the remaining four teams. I want it to be the Detroit Lions. And that's for selfish reasons because I wanted one, I wanted the state of Michigan to control football for this year. Two, I want to go to Detroit Parade because that whole gonna be lit. But that that's literally it. I want the Lions to win, but who I think is ultimately going to win is going to be the Ravens. Hmm. That boy didn't say, that boy didn't say that he wanted to win it. He said that he needed it. He was going who? for it. Because he needed who it. Said Oh, yeah, yeah. He said he needed it. I need me championship. He's going for it this year. And it looks like he's going for it. Like I said, at the end of the day, too, um, aren't the Browns the number one defense in the league? Yeah, the Browns were the number one defense. And that, that, that little boy ran through him. Like, it was nothing. So everybody expected that matchup to be, you know, not as easy because that boy was hot. But then Lamar proved again. So I feel like... The NFL is just weird. Like, you know what I'm saying? Necessarily not, your team is not going to reflect for every game. Sometimes it's just like, hey, certain matchups are just going to take a little more work than others. Who do you, out of the teams that are remaining, who do you think performed the best so far from based off of last week? Ravens. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Ravens for sure. I was saying this is okay. again. Kansas City has been able to to hold themselves up. You know, uh, Patty Mahomes is going to be Patty Mahomes. Isaiah Pacheco's really stepped up in this. Uh, yeah, what I say, Chiefs. Chiefs have been able to hold themselves up. Patty Mahomes is him. Uh, Pacheco's been ele- he elevates literally solid. Everything. Uh, Solid, Tra- Travis Kelsey is going to be Travis Kelsey, but again, I think we can all agree that this still isn't the same dominant Chiefs team that we're used to seeing. And so, again, I think I thought the Bills was going to have their number. And again, we said me and Bamba said it last week. If it weren't for a couple drop passes and a missed field goal, they could they damn near would have hey. had their number. Hey, <laughs> they damn near would have had their number if it wasn't. <laughs> Today, that I've never seen wide receivers fail a quarterback in a in a playoff game like like uh what's his name like uh Josh Allen's wide receivers failed him last week. I've never seen that before. So they almost had him, but again, you know, like I said, Patty's Patty. Uh, but I think I think the Ravens got the Chiefs number this week. Hmm. Well, we'll all be tuning in to find out, see whose predictions are right this next week. That's all I have for the sports segment. Hope you all enjoyed. Um, like, share, subscribe. Put your predictions down there in the chat, and then all your all your chats down there in the description and all that. Put down there. Put your predictions down there. Yeah. Uh, put y'all opinions on who on who performed the best and how the other teams perform. Uh, put down your previous predictions. Show us if you're right or wrong about this uh, past week. Uh, put this in all your group chats. Send it to your coworkers. Send it to your families. Send it to your friends. Most importantly, send this to your grandma. Grandma's like football. Facts, my grandma's kid. like sports. My grandma loves send this football. To her. And we out of here.